0: I'm Emily and you are back with Grace Avenue episode we have no idea we don't know
1: what episode this is but we are so excited that you're still here listening and grateful
0: grateful is probably the best
1: word for that
0: we're Um, in the teens nobody's counting
1: yeah we're in the teens but I have to share with you friends this week we hit over a thousand listens on the podcast and that was just exciting to us it's just exciting you have a dream in your heart and a few people come along with you, and yes. that's a blessing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Better be careful what we say. Um, all you, all you folks listening now. Um, no, so Emily and I are talking. We we're like, what do we talk about next? Um, as we work on getting some really cool folks in here to talk with us, um, and we've just been really going at it in like purpose, calling, waiting, all these big things in life, which which I love, but we needed something different. Right. So we were talking, um, we were talking about the name of the podcast, really like it's grace Avenue. And we say it's where grace meets you in the big things and the mundane. Yes,
1: exactly. Um, and so, uh, I know we did a Q and a and you all know a little bit about Donovan and about me, but we tend to be just very purpose driven and, um, big picture, big picture, uh, what's the vision mm-hmm. for our life? What is the vision for what's coming up? And I believe that is, I believe that is God given in all of us. Um, but I think some of us operate and are motivated out of that more than others. For example, Donovan is a three on the Enneagram.
0: What is she? Can you get any more ambition
1: <laughs> and, and purposeful?
0: <laughs> I need you all to know that l- not late Sunday night, but like Sunday night, Emily and I are in a car and most people, I don't know what they do in the car, but we're in the car for two hours. And we could have listened to podcasts. We could have jammed out. Instead, we just go through all the deep stuff. Like the vision for, em- particularly Emily's life, we were like really going hard. At like the vision for your life, where things are going. We get halfway through the drive and I'm like, Emily, I need a Diet Coke. Like this <laughs> is, we're we're doing this. This is getting so intense. Pull over. Give me a beverage, please. <laughs> uh, but that's where we live and it's fun for us. Yeah. But that's exactly why we probably need to talk about the every the the goodness in the everyday, like the grace in the everyday.
1: Okay, so Donovan, you're three and you're a strong three. And I love the three in you. Oh thank you. She's intense. (laughs) She's wonderful. What is it? The um Elsie Myers girl on Instagram. Do you know her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, uh, if I'm too much, go find less. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how to give you that. <laughs> that's true. We love you just the way you are. Oh, thank you. Okay, so you're a three. Mm-hmm. You're you're full of ambition, and you're motivated by productivity. Yeah. Um. So is it hard for you to just enjoy things? Yeah. Can you talk about that? Like just day to day life. Is it hard for you to just mm. sit and enjoy something that's not necessarily productive?
0: This is groundbreaking for me. You're hitting a, a, a groundbreaking area because um, I'm going through um, a book called "Emotionally Healthy Spirituality" by Pete Zero. Very good. Recommend it to all people. Um, it's kind of hard. It's a it's a book you work through. If that makes any sense. And something that like became was made aware to me as I was reading this book is um, the thing about maybe Enneagram threes or some of them or maybe it's just me. Um, I don't. I like like productivity is fun for me I I like it it's not just that like oh I I have to be I have to be productive it's like I don't that's such a natural movement for me like I enjoy working out partially because like it's fun and you accomplish something um I used to tell my friends I love podcasts because I can do two things at once right like right. clean my house and learn something um so while I'm reading this book, I just felt the Holy Spirit um, lead me to think about joy and enjoying things, and what it means to to enjoy God without, but but not in a productive way, just to enjoy Him as a as a someone, as a person, to be with Him. Um, and that was really hard for me. I was like, What do I enjoy that I'm not also accomplishing something? Um, and I'm going through this book with a friend and I called her about it and she was like, oh man. So we committed to make what we call joy lists. Um, and mine was like, and, and on the list had to be things that didn't necessarily accomplish anything. Like I didn't, I love working out. I didn't put working out on there because I also work out to, to be healthy, to get results, to accomplish something. And so I'm like, what am I doing that doesn't really accomplish anything? And so, um, like drinking coffee. In the afternoon, because I don't need it to wake up, it's just like enjoyable. Is on the list. Um, the list was really only like four things deep, and that took a, like I had to think for a long time. And so, um, all that to say, because I'm ambitious and because I like to achieve things, um, what can tend to happen is I really don't enjoy anything out of my um, out of my wheelhouses. Like I'm a writer, I'm a friend, I'm a daughter. Um, I'm a follower of Christ. And like, those are the things that I do and I do them hard. Um, and and so what I've been learning um, through that book and then through just some stuff that's happened this summer is like, whoa, I need to step back and like, there's room to do more and just enjoy things, things that don't become your career, that you don't become amazing at, you know? Like you can run a 5K and not become an athlete An Olympic athlete you can start a podcast like it's good I'm learning it's good for me to try new things and to be bad at things because um that teaches me to just enjoy them like I'm not trying to get to some end did that make sense it did yeah it did make so new things are are something I'm doing a lot of now because my joy list was so short right I'm like okay let's try let's try things I've never done before I'll certainly be bad at them but they're low risk and they're only fun. Okay, so what are a few of those things? Like, I know you're playing tennis I'm, right now. I am playing tennis once or twice a week. Liz Taylor and I, somehow we have a blast, semi-embarrass ourselves, do dance moves on the court. If you see two ladies acting crazy on the tennis court, it's certainly us. Um, we are not great at it. I have the best time. Oh, that I have is the best so time. good. It's so freeing. So yeah, that's some, I'll never be a great... Tennis player, I don't think. Right, like I don't plan to join a tennis club or anything. I say right,
1: as in like I'm agreeing with <laughs> your process right, you here. You're never not. going to be good at this. <laughs> <laughs> not right, you're horrible. I did not mean that. Uh, yeah. So okay, that is really helpful in this conversation because I I feel like there are not only a lot of threes mm-hmm. that possibly listen, but also we live in a society and a culture right. that says more and more more do do. Go, be, better, be, better, bigger.
0: Yeah. and Absolutely, and I, though, I I can so easily buy into that narrative. Right, and
1: I think it's really cool that you all made that list, and that might be helpful for someone listening. For sure. To make a list of, what do I do to just enjoy? So also, Donovan, that got me thinking about, I don't want to get on the sub- subject of rest because it's not really what we're talking about today. Today, <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about rest. But I did think as you were sharing, I just had this thought of, you know, God created in six days and mm-hmm. on the seventh day he took a rest. He did. But he looked at what he did and he said it is good. So it's almost this thought of it is good. Now I'm going to sit down and enjoy it. Like I can kind of, if I get a mental image of God in that moment, I feel like he might have just sat down and enjoyed what he had made. Absolutely. Um, So I think he probably wants us to do the same. And I think that's why counselors and therapists recommend going out in nature, Mm -hmm. getting in the sunshine, because uh, scripture says the whole earth tells of the glory of God, like what he created.
0: And you don't, we don't, We don't make any of creation. We're part of it. So all you can do is stand there and take it in. Okay. And that gets me on another topic. Donovan, share
1: about the trip you just went on and what you did and what you saw. And that was for
0: enjoyment, right? Yes. Tell our our friends. Well, I just got back from Montana, um, Glacier National Park. It was unbelievable. You know, I like to hike. And um, most of the time you're hiking to a place to see a thing whether that's a lookout or the bottom of a canyon or um, these hikes are not like that. Every step of the way was just picturesque, like waterfalls and glacial lakes. And I don't don't even know. It doesn't even seem real now that I'm not like standing there. Um, But the funny thing about me is I go so hard, Emily, like I told a friend before I left, I was like, I can ruin a vacation. I can book us from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. and we will be doing activities and we will have seen everything, but we will not be rested. Right. You know, that is who I am. If it, my, So my best friend Shelby went with me, and if she were here, she could just tell you all the crazy ideas that she puts up with. Um, she, on the other hand, is very good at resting. Shelby, I hope to
1: meet you someday, Sad bar.
0: yes. <laughs> It's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. Um, but so we get out to this park, though, um, and we only did a few modest hikes. So Shelby reined me in. She was like, we are not going to hike all day, every day. Um, but I had no cell phone service. No one could get a hold of me. I have no idea who needed me during that time, uh, which was such a gift from God. And just like, just to be with one person and to walk through nature And to see all these things that are so much bigger and older than me. It just put my life in context. And I have ambitions. There's things I want to do with my life. I I want my life to matter. I know everyone listening does. It's like the human condition. And I think it will matter because I've trusted it to Jesus. right? But those trees and those mountains have been around way before I existed. And they will be around way after. And so there was part of me... That just realized, enjoy this, like savor this, right? You know, savor the moments. Like um, maybe the the best moments of my life will not be the great pieces that I write and the the publications that I get. Maybe it will be walking through the beautiful parts of creation with my best friend. Yeah, you know, I think sometimes the best parts of our life and the and the things that are part of God's goodness are these enjoyments that we didn't earn these gifts that he gives us but I'm the kind of person that can be so focused on the goal right that I I mean like like you're talking about Jared like we can miss the goodness like right here and right now
1: yeah and it reminds me of scripture says do not despise the day of small beginnings Mm. because I want to say Ecclesiastes oh that sounds right um let me look that up in a moment Mm mm-hmm uh, to we, confirm, we all know we don't want me and Donovan quoting authors. <laughs> no. We start putting the wrong last names with the wrong first it's true, names, it's and true. who knows what you'll have it goes off um, the rails. Yeah, but anyways, uh, it reminded me of that because we have a tendency to want the finished product mm. and the um, the yeah, just the big finale. Yeah. I think we we see that as of more significance. Then the small beginnings right. and the small days. So we've talked a lot about how our lives look right now, personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm a stay-at-home mom right now. Completely different than what I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. I'm not a happy sitting in four walls all day person. Right. That's, and when I say happy, I mean um, that doesn't fill up my cup. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. I'm happy to be a mom. I'm happy to be a stay-at-home mom, but it does not, um, there's something in me that wants to go and do. Yeah. And you are
0: so like beautifully extroverted. Like I,
1: I love people. I'm an extrovert. Right.
0: Like you So like four walls is not have enough, can't hold enough people for you to fill up. Hey,
1: Donovan, you know me well. Thank <laughs> you. That's, you just said what I was trying to say. Um, yeah. So it's just, we've talked about this. It's been different for me, not bad, but just different. And so I've had many of times standing at the sink, washing dishes, which is a task that happens over and over Mm -hmm. and over. It's not a finished product, um, or a finished project. And you get Jared and I talk about this all the time because he's been working on his software for, I think going on five years. And so he says he really has to try to, um, to not fall into burnout or stay yeah. in a state of burnout because there is this, um, there is a satisfaction and a gratification that comes mm. from finishing a project. Right. And I know you feel that because you're a writer. Yes, I do. So when you've had something that is like a big writing project, a big article, a column, I don't know all the terminology You're doing great. You're doing great. Um, and you finish that, you probably feel like you throw a party. I just, yes you just conquered a mountain so when you have when you're in a season of life where you're not seeing the end of a project Mm. so like you know cleaning house washing dishes changing
0: diapers a child not that you want that to end but like there it's 18 years until right they grow up you know like you're gonna sustain sweet little perfect Hudson till he's well past 18 I couldn't do anything at 18 (laughs) he probably won't be able to either (laughs)
1: Um, I don't know if he takes after his dad, he'll be like writing songs. That's true. Who knows? Um, but yeah. So when you're, when you're doing things that seem like they're just repetitive or the word we all use is mundane when Mm. you're doing those things, I think it can be easy to not find joy in it and enjoy, but those seasons, and I know we're talking about a million topics in one, but those seasons, the seasons that we go through on our road to our goals and on our road to the big picture they don't last forever And so um, I'm sad to say but if we if we don't enjoy those I feel like we'll look back and say
0: man that was really good but I missed it because I was trying to wish it away right because hindsight is 2020 and how many seasons can you look back on and there was a good thing it was never perfect because this is Earth. But you were in a season and you were really worried about the next thing and you missed the wonderful gift that was also there. Like I was living in Lexington at one point um, and I was in the middle of a really confusing career transition um, that the Lord was leading me through. I also had the best community of my life and I think I enjoyed it. I, I truly think I engaged in it, but there were times when I was just so discontent with the uncertainty in my career, I was so disturbed by that and worried that I failed to, to really celebrate the community. And that just doesn't last forever. Those seasons don't last forever. The hard didn't last forever. And that amazing community did not last forever. And, and like now, like we're talking about our season, like I live with my family, um, and I am 29. And that is not something I planned on doing. It is a gift from the Lord. Right. I would not change it. I I see now 3 years in more or almost going on 3 years in. Um the goodness in it. But yeah, like there's moments where I'm like I really want autonomy and I think I've gotten to a place where I'm trying to, when I feel that want, I start to list the gifts that I see. I there I'd like a little bit more of my own space, but yeah. I get to live with my little sisters. I get to see my mom every evening and every morning. Like, what twenty nine year old gets to see? I mean, and I have an awesome mom. Like, if you know her, she's super cool. I echo that. Uh, so I get to see her and talk to her about my life on a daily basis in person. Yeah. And so i and and I get to have lunch with my dad regularly because he he and I both kind of work from home. So I though the, the Anne Boscamp says in her book A Thousand Gifts is it called? I think that's what it's called. That joy is a function or gratitude is a function of joy. And so I think sometimes we're just not practicing gratitude. Um, And if we're not practicing gratitude, we can miss out on the joy of right now. We, the gifts are there. Right. We just don't, we fail to see them.
1: Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Because when you get fixated on what you don't have or where you're not yet, Mm -hmm. it's impossible to be fixated on that but simultaneously be super grateful for what you have at least for me when I get fixated on where we're not and what hasn't happened yeah I'm I can't doubly think of that and how grateful I am for now and here and what I have and you know sometimes Donovan I wonder if God doesn't wait for us to become grateful and satisfied with right now before we move on like I almost wonder sometimes if it's the stepping stone to the next like let's get your heart right and pure now before you're ready
0: to go forward sometimes I wonder that that's kind of like the waiting we talked about in the last episode we talked about how sometimes he gets into a place where you almost want the thing less and you want him more exactly because if it is your end-all be-all whatever that whatever that is It's not going to satisfy, it's going to be so disappointing when it comes. Right.
1: So you brought up the word gratitude Mm -hmm. and it reminded me a few weeks back, I was asleep and I woke up and I felt like God said a phrase to me and I've only shared it with Jared because I didn't really know what it meant, but I'll share it here because maybe it's for someone. Yeah, Um, But I feel like I heard the phrase, the altitude of gratitude. Um, and I like when words kind of fit together like that. So I think I just knew that would make me happy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I was thinking, I was like, Lord, what does this mean? And I couldn't help but think about planes and how they ascend Mm -hmm. into higher altitudes. And I was walking through this phrase and praying through it. And I know this sounds so practical and um, simple, but gratitude lifts us up
0: mm, so to see more clearly
1: to see more clearly mm. exactly Amen. so when we become grateful grateful right now right now. right here and we say you know what i can enjoy life today yeah i can enjoy my life today because god is with me mm-hmm. he saved me look at all the immeasurable blessings in my life can't yeah. even count them then that really does lift us up and i think it um it just opens the door for god to speak and do do things in us and through us that he
0: wasn't able to before oh my gosh that's be- that was that was for all of us the altitude of gratitude um i love that so we kind of talked about um gra- we talked about having gratitude as a way to like the uh, that's that's a place where we see the grace in the everyday kind of manifest, we become aware of it. Um, we've talked about um, that we can do a new thing. Um, you know, try something that you haven't done, something outside of the the normal vein of, of, of what you're doing. Of productivity. Of uh, productivity. Yeah, lay down productivity for a second. Um, and then one other thing that um, I, I think a lot about, Annie F. Downs has a podcast dedicated to this, but like there's also merit, Emily, in like, just doing something, just doing something fun. Just doing, if, you, if you're if you not, if you don't feel a lot of joy, if you are having trouble seeing the grace, in um, today, that's okay. Everybody wakes up and feels that way sometimes, but there's merit in just pursuing something fun then. Like, call a friend, change things up, go do something that would bring you joy. Right. Rather than than sitting in that and bearing I think we have the freedom to add joyful things
1: yeah and you know what's so funny is I was just thinking as you said that a thought that came to me was Instagram social media yeah we tend to share a lot more our fun <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> on there than our work yes. and I've thought about that before like if you if you look at if you look at my Instagram, like the things I share on my story or my post, it's always those highlight moments from we went on a trip or I loved this photo of Hudson or um, here's my coffee today. Just such a nice mm-hmm. little peaceful moment. Also, there's a fruit fly in this room <laughs> where we are. and It looks like <laughs> we're both v- doing the chicken dance. <laughs> we are definitely dancing in here. I wish you all could see this. We need to get this. My husband keeps saying put this podcast on video. That makes me nervous. If let. you feel that way, please let us know. I can't imagine you want to watch us, but... But, yeah, send us a message if you want to see us swat, swat the fruit <laughs> fly. Anyways, um, but we tend to share those highlight moments. We all know that. But I don't think we mean to do that. It's just something we're excited about or we liked a certain picture. Hey, this is what I did today. And I think we share what's out of the norm mm-hmm. because it felt a little extra special to us. Oh, well said, yeah. Um. But if we judge each other by that, you would think all I do each day is just hang out with Hudson and have fun and drink coffee, which is not true. true. That's such a small, tiny fraction Mm -hmm. of my life. You would think Emily just has fun all the time and does nothing. But we just share those special moments that are outside of the norm. Yeah. Or at least most of us do. There's some others that are
0: really good at. It's almost like we collectively agree that that's enjoyable. Right. Exactly. So if you're in, if when we're in a rut, like when we're in a moment when some advice that I always get is when I'm feeling emotionally weighty, there's a person in my life that's always like, make a plan, make a plan with a fun person. They don't give me any kind of deep, like, yeah, here's how you get over it. They're like, call a friend, make a plan, do a fun thing good advice it is good advice right because like that thing out of the norm it it, it just like shakes us up it's just like I don't know it gets us into a better place two weeks ago maybe yeah um we went
1: out a few of uh my friends and I we went out to celebrate my friend's birthday Mm -hmm. and when that group gets together there's five of us it is we're all such different people like none of us are even remotely similar. Like you couldn't say, oh, they're just like, No, right? we're all so different. I love that. But when we get together, we laugh <laughs> like I belly laugh. And Aww. you guys listening, you know what a good belly laugh mm-hmm. is. And I got home and I told my husband, I said, you know what's sad? Is I think we take life way too seriously because I belly laugh Lord. with my friends all day. And I do not belly laugh regularly. Yeah. Why don't we? I mean, I laugh with Hudson and I laugh mm. with Jared and we have these moments of laugh, but I'm talking like
0: yes. deep down in your gut yes. joy. And I don't, I don't know. Somebody fact check me on this. I do not think that seriousness trumps joy. Do you know? And I don't think yeah. seriousness, I think sometimes we think that seriousness makes us more valuable or intellectual or have more to offer, but. Isn't joy what we actually all want? Isn't the person who brings joy into the room, isn't that most valuable? Absolutely. And it's a fruit of the spirit. Right. Right. Seriousness is not. (laughs) (laughs) Seriousness. No points.
1: If you quote us, if you quote this podcast just with, seriousness is not a fruit of the spirit, we might be like, um, Please add some other stuff to that. <laughs> um, but you know that it joy really is such a beautiful thing, and it's of the kingdom of God. I mean, if it's a fruit of the Spirit, that is a part of his kingdom. And you know what? I read something that stuck with me. You know those little things you read that just stick with you. Yes. It was in a book I read, and I'm trying to do better about not quoting everyone all the time. You mentioned that one time, not I'm trying to do better about that. Um, that I told you not to quote? No, you didn't tell me not to quote. I'm glad you c- clarified that because I did sound. Listeners,
0: bad. I do not
1: tell her not to. Do that. No, but just instead of instead of glorifying who said it, glorifying oh, the truth. Yes, my brother that said that your to me. Brother, he's so wise. Yes, I do think that is very wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, in this book, it's it was talking about Jesus. Never told the little children to be like adults. But he told the adults, adults to have faith like, like little, little children. children. Mic drop. Mic drop. That stuck with me. Yeah. Because in this world of grow bigger, better, mature, be more successful, we can forget Jesus told us to have faith like little children children he didn't tell the little children hey you need to go out of faith like the big people no you know so anyways in that i know that's not what we're talking about and i keep rabbit trailing all over this episode but no. it, i feel like all of this connects this is such a spider web topic it yes. all connects that makes me think you know little children in their their innocence have such a joy
0: and simplicity and an awe and awe yes that and, that's w- when we get focused on what we are doing and we're accomplishing and what we're called to do, you cannot be in awe of what God has already done and giving you. And so I'm I'm pro get it done and ha- feel, fulfill your calling and live a purposeful life. But I really think day in and day out, Jesus told us to be like little children. You're so right.
1: Yeah, be and, in awe. And you know what they, you know what little children don't often have, what? is understanding they're growing oh in gosh. understanding and i'm not saying we shouldn't because there's I, I believe in proverbs it talks about praying for understanding but but it also says don't lean on your understanding right so that's the difference is children are they're growing in understanding and we need insight and understanding and wisdom but when we lean on it which is what we tend to do as right. adults they believe without it right mm. so anyways all of that if you can just circle us back, yeah. Donovan, to the
0: focal point of this conversation. Is the focal point have fun? Is it go to something new that you could totally bomb and be bad at, but you will belly laugh through? Yes. Um, come play tennis on Mondays or Thursdays with me and Liz if you need help finding something because <laughs> um, you will belly laugh at that. Um, is, it, is it a gratitude list? Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to go try and do more of all three. Um because, yeah, and, and let's be, let's pray to be like little children.
1: Yeah. And don't take life so seriously. so seriously. Don't walk, enjoy your walk with the Lord. Yes. Adam and Eve in the garden in the cool of the day, Absolutely. walking with Jesus, well, with the Lord. Right. <laughs> you but, know, um, but with, with God walking in conversation, in relationship, enjoying what he made the garden. He made it for them. He did. He made it for us.
0: And you know, Emily, I'm thinking the seriousness, the serious work, paying for our sins, yeah. working out attorney, it's been done. The serious work's been done. Don't take it too seriously. You've got, you've got the easy part.